Welcome back to the Key in the Lake podcast, the premier whiskey podcast, now at the mention of whiskey in its title. Hey, this is Jake coming live from Estes Park, Colorado, after just a nice little jaunt around Lake Estes here in town, where the mountains are just being danced upon by the sunlight, clouds floating through right in the middle of the top of the mountains, snow still on the very top, and a beautiful, beautiful green earth coming alive. Yeah, not in Chicago. I'm on the road this week for work, and this is kind of one of the chronicles I like to share from the road as a whiskey ambassador, where I talk a little bit about where I am, what it's cool to do here, wherever I may be at today, Estes Park, Colorado, and, you know, a little bit more deeper conversation on the meaning of being a brand ambassador, but on how to keep your life in check when it comes to drinking whiskey every day, drinking cocktails every day, but also wanting to be healthy, running every day, working out every day, and how to find a balance between the two habits I love the most, drinking whiskey and working out and being in nature. All right, let's try to do it. So this week, I'm up in Colorado for most of the week. Uh, I'll be in Boulder later this afternoon. I was in Estes Park all day yesterday and obviously still here this morning. Making my way to Denver tonight. Making my way through town um, and be in Denver tomorrow. So with um, with these episodes, I like to kind of explain what it's like, the not the glamorous life of being a brand ambassador. I sit in my hotel room that's probably meant for more of a family resort vacation than it is for a lonely guy who travels with a lot of whiskey in his suitcase to hang out. But you know what? We'll make do with what we have and the view of the beautiful mountains in the background and also the beautiful parking lot of the hotel. Um, Yesterday was just like one of those great days you have in the whiskey industry. Um, And it really didn't involve drinking too much whiskey, to be honest. It didn't really involve drinking whiskey whatsoever just other than a few samples here and there um got up early and took a flight out to denver um drove up to estes park which is just a beautiful drive up into the rocky mountains uh definitely recommend it to anybody who's out in denver area or looking for something to do if they're coming out to colorado for vacation this summer um been out here now this is my fourth fifth time uh being out here what brought me out to Estes Park initially for business was selling a single barrel. Um, if you don't know, I work for an Australian single malt distillery called Starward, and we sold a single barrel to The Vault. Now, The Vault is one of the most unique retail shops I think I have ever been to or experienced. It is a essentially a single barrel bottle shop in the basement of the Stanley Hotel. Hotel, Yes, the that Stanley Hotel, the iconic Stanley Hotel that was used for um, Jack Nicholas to write a lot of uh, one-liners on a page back and forth and freak the hell out of his family for a, for a few months, you know. Some call it The Shining. I call it a documentary of Jack Nicholson. No, probably not. Anyway, um, yeah, they've that, that place is just a tourist destination magnet for people from all over the world for obvious reasons. But uh, one thing they did very well and very intelligently, they built a whiskey shop right at the end of where the tours of the grounds in the hotel ends. So not the only exit through the gift shop of the hotel, you exit through the gift shop of the whiskey world. And last summer, our distributor, they made a meeting with uh, the Stanley, guys around the Stanley, um, that their names are Mike and McShan. They 
we're like, yeah, we want something different, something weird. We're pretty packed on single barrels, but we're willing to give something new a chance. And that something new was Star Wars. So I flew out here, it's pretty much the same thing. Got up at five in the morning, took a 7 a.m. flight, drove straight from the airport up to here, sat down in the ho- in the, the vault whiskey room, which is has this old school vault in there from the hotel from God knows how long ago. That's why they call it the vault. Um, it's a private little room beautiful place to have a whiskey tasting and next thing you know they kind of fell in love with star Wars. they bought a single malt barrel aged in an extra's american oak cast that was not recharred um super delicious we just revisited it yesterday i think it's the first time i've had it since they bought it i usually buy a few bottles of every single barrel we sell but uh didn't have the chance to do it because it sold out really fast. It was one of their best sellers last year, which was really great from this relatively unknown brand. But um, they have a lot of whiskey lovers that come through there, and it's kind of become a little bit of a destination spot for whiskey tourism or people who you know are on vacation but know of it, but are also um, whiskey drinkers themselves and follow all the online interaction that spreads the good word that is whiskey and the gospel that it promotes, which is... I don't know, a better life, calming down the nerves, getting a little angry, getting into a little fist fight, make a little love, all those good things wrapped in one. It's an, uh, you know, it's an emotional response you get from that whiskey. But uh, yeah, McShan, him and I have kind of become friends over the last year. Uh, he's just a really cool guy, down-to-earth guy that's seen a bit of a life experience Um from all over this world and settled at the vault after a few different ventures and enterprises. And now he gets to buy from whiskey from not just in America, but from all over the world and then sell it out to the masses. So what I'm doing here this week is selling them their second single barrel. And McShannon and I sat down and you kind of tell, you know, when you meet those people, you kind of come from the same cloth as almost kindred spirits in a way. People, you know, you can just go out to lunch, go out to dinner, go hiking through the woods and know you can have like a two hour conversation without any weird pauses. So him and I sat down and, um, after, you know, about a year, uh, in between that barrel bought and sold and sold through to all their customers and ready for a new one. And we tasted samples of six different barrels. He's still deciding on two. He wanted to, there's another guy that helps run the shop that wasn't there yesterday. So he's going to sample him out. And then this morning they will text me the decision about which barrel they want. But it's so much more than just, you know, whiskey when it comes to, to selling and being a brand ambassador. It's uh, the people you meet and the conversations you make. And that's pretty much any walk in life, I assume. But it's this, I get, I'm fortunate enough to meet a lot of cool people, a lot of people that are down to earth that have similar like-minded interests as I do, um, or maybe really different like-minded interests, but also at the same time, uh, are just good people and just kind of want to share love across the world. So, uh, McShan's become, kind of become that friend in the whiskey world where instead of him and I and going out to like four or five accounts and drinking and having like some big dinner of fried food, we got some late lunch, some may even call it an early bird special. Uh, I would assume is the best restaurant here called Bird and Jim. I've ate there a few times. Completely like Colorado farm to table approach when to making food, like fresh tuna, fresh salmon, bison, and then also a very well curated whiskey list of probably I would say around 300, 300 to 400 bottles. And also, you know, some good craft brews because Colorado, obviously great 
really known for its craft brewing scene, but I've, everything I've had there is just like delicious and tasty and you don't feel bloated and full and disgusting. So we had that meal and then we went for about a four mile hike up near McShan's house um, in Lily Mountain was a, uh, and we just chatted and talked. Um, you know, before I came out, he's like, I got time this afternoon. What do you want to do? And I'm like, yeah, if you have time to go for a couch, he's like, I think I tell you, and he told me, he's like, I think I owed you a hike. I think I promised you that last time. I'm like, dude, love it. And you know, that's a very unusual thing for my line of business to go out with a retailer and go hiking versus going to bars, taking them out to dinner. Like I said, sitting down and just kind of living fat on the company card, which is totally fine. Those are always fun too, but I have this, I feel like it's becoming more of an imbalance in life where I'm not being as healthy as I can be because I've put so much kind of focus and effort into my job, which is going out to bars, going out to retail shops, staying out late in the evening, doing events, um, which all is based around whiskey. And then I absolutely adore whiskey, absolutely love whiskey. I wouldn't have a whiskey podcast that we've been doing for four years if that wasn't the case. I wouldn't be working in this industry for nearly a decade if that wasn't the case. But sometimes it can take a little little bit of a toll on your health. And, you know, I've had some really close family members have uh, some run-ins with health to the point of nearly dying. I've had so many friends that have had similar experiences. I think we all have over these last few years, but kind of taking COVID out of the situation. It's just a lot of people have put their health on the back burner. Um, and indulgence takes over and then it just becomes a part of your life. And you don't even realize that you've skipped over so many more beneficial, healthy, aspects of your life that you used to do on a daily basis used to do at least on a weekly basis and you become um almost numb and naive to what is healthy and that's where i I feel some days even though like i work out five six times a week it's like there's like i feel like i've gained 10 pounds you know (laughs) and um just because you're out drinking cocktails sugary cocktails drinking whiskey late eating at weird times of the day as a as an ambassador a market manager whatever you want to call the job that myself and a lot of my friends do it's like you don't live a normal uh time of eating dinners and the consumption of alcohol which it's obviously great it's a wonderful perk to try all these great whiskeys from across the world great spirits from across the world um and you don't want to be rude to turn that down but there's also a focus of yourself and in your health and it's hard to it's hard to decipher when when you've when do you accept, when do you say yes to everything? And when you say, no, that's cool. I'm taking a break from drinking. And it's hard to say that in our industry because so much of like what I do as a small brand, dirty little secret is that we buy a lot of our own alcohol. We go to bars and get a placement. We pop the bottle, buy a buy some whiskey, maybe for people around us, bring some friends with us, entertain people. And you start to see that bottle become less and less liquided, less and less and go down and down. And guess what? That's how you get another order as a small brand, as a whiskey or any kind of spirits distillery. You focus on your placements, you go there, you drink it. (laughs) And you hopefully other people catch on and you make enough appearance and become good enough friends with the GM or the bar manager. And they're like, you know what? We should throw you on a cocktail. And instead instead of them buying one or two bottles, they buy six to 12 bottles. And that becomes the way you build a brand in the on-premise. Now that's skipping over a lot of things and just kind of a general scope, but 
that's really what it is, sitting down and eating or sitting down and drinking a lot of your own stuff, which is which can be cool at the same time. I'm not complaining at all for the life I get to lead because I think it's a very special life and a very unique life in that sense. And I get to wake up and do something I love every day, which is talk about whiskey and talk about Star Wars, which is a brand I absolutely adore and love. But, um, you know, when you can do things like yesterday, I went to like four or five accounts. McShan took me to a couple bars um, just to say hi, told me some retailers to hook me up with, made some connections there. And that's just a guy that that's a guy that runs a bottle shop and he's helping me out essentially with competitors because that's the kind of nice guy that is. And that's what this industry was really built on was the foundation of these distillers in Kentucky were like trading, trading barrels, you know, um, letting out tools, lending out machines to each other when they needed it because they were next door neighbors and there wasn't any press written about, Oh my God. Uh, wild Turkey gave, um, Jillian Van Winkle, all these barrels nowadays, that would be like, written up on every news outlet when it comes to the spirits world and be selling for thousands of dollars per bottle. Back then it was just, that was just the foundation of, uh, of a neighbor, you know, a little biblical there. So in that sense, that's what I always love to get back to this industry. And yesterday really totally represented that and going into oh, hiking is one of my favorite things to do and haven't got to done it. Haven't got to do it as much over the last few years. Um, as much as I used to in my twenties and earlier thirties. So getting, just being out in the woods for a couple hours, feeling the rain coming down you, hiking with Michan's dog, Ollie. Oh, what a, what a dude, what a dude. He led the, led the, led the way the entire four miles, man. He just knew that path and just felt, he would look behind, but come on guys, come on guys. It's, it, you're slowing down. And we'd stop and he'd like whine, he'd be like, no, we got to keep going. For an old man being 11 years old, he was just active as a pup and, yeah, just that look he had in his eyes reminded me of my dog. And I'm like, gosh, I wish I was out here with my husky. But uh, Ollie, you are the man, and we're a good substitute for Lola yesterday out there on the hiking path. And I think it's something that you know we've. There's a lot of focus and talk about health in the last ten years of the of the spirits industry. And I know USBG does a lot of great work with that. And Beam's like brands like Beam have put in you know like classes and other things along those ways for for uh, bartenders and reps to focus on their on themselves and stay stay active and stay healthy while working weird hours eating at odd times and consuming a lot of alcohol which obviously isn't a great thing to do to your body so um to have a reprieve from the normal normal day but you feel like man i got a lot of work done i sold a single barrel got into a new retailer talked to a few on-prem accounts you know made some way that way and a tiny little town like Estes Park that has millions of tourism, millions of numbers of tourism come through here every summer. You're like, all right, that's a way of doing it, a way of uh, building a brand in a different, unique path. And I think it's something that we can all look at. Like, how can we do business a little bit dif- different, but also with a di- little more healthier and not just be based around how much alcohol do we consume today? How unsafe was it for us to be driving? You know, when you had like maybe an ounce or two of whiskey uh, after tasting through a bunch of samples and you know, you can always spit too when you're tasting those samples. But um, Estes Park is just a, a magical place. And it's just being outdoors right now for the last hour, going for a run, walking around the lake, snapping photos of the clouds, you know, like I said, just drifting through the mountains and the Cascades still having a little bit of that snow on the tip of them in certain parts of uh, of the Rockies. It's just an absolutely stunning landscape. And it's I wish I could live in that instead I see mountains built by steel and brick and 
other all forms of metal that reach into the sky and a different path where people sit in there and labor over spreadsheets and computer keyboards. Yeah. Um, also not a life for me, but love Chicago, but would love to live in a place like Colorado where there's always the option of being outdoors every day. This seems wonderful. Even in my, uh, what do you call it? <laughs> it's embarrassing. Um, you know, when you write your lovely words at your wedding, your vows, gosh, um, <laughs> my whole thing was about being outside with my my wife and my dog and running through the city and running towards the lake. It was, I love the lake. I live by Lake Michigan and I go running five times a week around the path of Lake Michigan. And it really is my, my rescue from the turbulence of living in a big city like Chicago. I absolutely adore that place and adore the ability to look out into the vast ocean <laughs> that is Lake Michigan and find basically a reprieve from the big city which is overwhelming on a daily basis for me. But Colorado will do. And when you're coming to Estes Park, Burden Gym is a must on the barrel, which is a really sneaky whiskey list. But I pretty much it, it's really more of like a outdoor, open-air um, craft beer spot, but really good spot. Lou and Ingrid, who own it, they're Lafroy heads. So they have some really cool bottles of scotch and obviously Lafroy in that sense from what they brought over from their trips to Scotland. Um, a little bit down the road from here, there's a place called, um, heading there this morning for breakfast, Meadow Mountain Cafe, probably the best breakfast spot, uh, from what I've been told by the locals, looks very good. Um, can't wait to nosh on their food a little bit later this, later this morning. The Vault um, is a must-stop, must-must-stop. For anybody who's out there listening to this podcast, you're a whiskey drinker. They got single barrels from all the best Colorado distilleries, um, big guys like Makers. Um, I think they have an Old Forest, an Old Forester pick I saw in there. They Some of their barrel picks, barrel bourbon picks, are just stunning. Um, Penelope, those kind of brands as, as well. Smaller craft brands from across the states. Just an assortment of things. And obviously, they can be across the world. I believe they... I think, what am I mentioning this? But they have some uh, scotch coming over from independent bottlers that later this summer. So not willing they just have Star Wars as an international whiskey. They are making their way through other countries too. So, um, and pretty good pricing. Pretty good pricing, I must say. Very fair pricing on the on the bottles down there. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, even just the liquor stores around here have like great selection of whiskey. So if you could pop them by, um, Bart's is one I can think of that, uh, here in town that has a really nice selection of all the Colorado whiskeys, but then again, has great selection of other things, um, that are other bourbons and single malts from across the great world that we live in. So, um, it's a fun day trip. There's hiking all over the place. I don't think there's really skiing too close around here anymore, but I'm sure there's probably an hour or some slope, but um, if you just want to be outdoors, have some really great food at some um, delicious restaurants and, you know, uh, sit outside and have a beer under the sun and have the mountains as your backscape really, really can't be anything more than that. So that's kind of all I wanted to say um, about just being on the road, to the road this week and been on the road quite a bit and we'll be on the road quite a bit more um, in these upcoming weeks. So 
back to being a traveling ambassador as much as I am a ambassador of Chicago, Illinois. But uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Um, if you are still listening, 20 minutes in, we are doing our World Whiskey Day podcast in two days at Delilah's. I'm going to take a sip of coffee here. Mm, nothing like hotel room coffee. Uh, and we, uh, So Delilah's, two days, World Whiskey Day. We are doing a live podcast for three hours from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. We aren't streaming it like we've done in years past. We're not sending out sample kits, obviously, like we've done in years past. But if you come in person, you get a pour of every single distillery that will be there. Oh, and did I mention it's free? And how you get in, we're not selling tickets. It's the first 30 people that come to the door of Delilah's um, on World Whiskey Day. We're doing it in the upstairs space. So the first 30 people that show up, you get access to uh, listen to the podcast, um, get a drink. We're going to have people ask questions as well for the podcast, which we haven't really done the last couple of years with our World Whiskey Day podcast because it's been more built on the online space. But um, please come. We will have six distillery reps. Uh, let's see. We will start. We're starting off with uh, Mark from Jameson. He or he's really worked for Pernod, but he kind of heads up the Jameson pro, uh, portfolio. Um, but he might bring some other Irish whiskey that might be, you know, the color red and also be a bird like with a breast on it. So uh, we'll see there what he actually brings. Lucas from Woody Creek is going to be there next in line. And then uh, right now, our third slot's a little up in the air. Um, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Kind of, we had a one brand drop out, and then we have a maybe, and it's been, there's a lot of things going on in World Whiskey Day, so everyone's busy. I'll put it that way. But we will be drinking whiskey and talking to a person in that third slot. Then uh, Eric Rosentreter from Old Elk will be presenting. I'm sure he'll bring something very fun to that. Then um, this little outfit out of Australia called Star Award will be presenting their new ginger beer cast whiskey. That will be our release of our ginger beer cast for World Whiskey Day. You know, it's highly anticipated coming from Australia over to the U.S. for the first time. And you can be one of the very first people to ever try our ginger beer cask during the fifth segment of the podcast. And then, as we always do on World Whiskey Day, we invite the Holy Ghost, the Dancing Goat, our Whiskey Sherpa, Nick Brady Moss, live and in person to shut us down for the afternoon. So yes, the founder of Dancing Goat Distillery, Nick Moss, will be there for the fi third and final segment. I'm sure he'll jump on to the podcast at other points too. Um, Callum and Wilson, well, Wilson's not really on the podcast anymore, but Callum is out of town, Wilson's out of town. So hosting along with me is the one and only Chris Blantner, the urban bourbonist. Maybe you heard of him. Uh, he'll be hosting the whole three hours with me as he did last year. And the return of downtown Matt Brown is on Saturday, May 20th, 2023 at Delilah's. He is now a market manager for Dancing Goat and he's going to be helping us host along the way as well. So uh, at the very least, in that third slot that's kind of up in the air right now, uh, or maybe it's the fourth slot, I can't remember. Uh, but we uh, we will either probably have Mike Miller, the owner of Delilah's, come on, talk about Delilah's, and sample out one of their barrel picks or releases they do within the bar, which is some of the most incredible whiskey I've ever had. I just had their single barrel Willet pick the other day. Jesus Christ, it was delicious. Um and he's been doing releases with Compass Box for years. 
So we maybe we'll get a little sneak peek into the 30th release, see what he has up for that. Where uh, uh, thir- sorry, the 30th anniversary of Delilah's, which is coming up in August. But we'll try to get him on. I'm sure he'll make an appearance or two on the podcast throughout the day. And uh, we also want Chris to talk about uh, Bourbon Charity, which he uh, helps run, which is also an amazing, great cause. They just did a great uh, Mother's Day charity auction, so um, fundraiser. So, yeah, uh, that'd be great for Chris to bring on some balls too. Basically, if you come, you're going to drink whiskey. I'm going to bring. I'm gonna buy highlights to the crowd because why the fuck not? It's World Whiskey Day. You know what we drink on this podcast when it comes to beer. World Whiskey, or high life the high life it basically drives this podcast it is the life blood of this podcast so that'll be super fun please come out we'll release the po- if you can't listen to it or you can't or you can't come out to delilah's um on that saturday we uh will release the podcast into two different one and a half hour episodes in the next couple of weeks but also if you come to delilah's and you can't get a can't get it upstairs I don't know if people are staying the whole three hours. So if one person come, leaves, another person can go up. And then our plan is to have samples of the bottles downstairs uh, at the bar. So if you want to try anything that sounds interesting from those distilleries, we'll have a bottle of that. Then immediately following the podcast, I will be doing the official release party for our ginger beer cast from five to seven free sampling as well. So we'll be sampling out the ginger beer cask. Um, it's absolutely delicious, guys. It's the best note I can tell you is you ever eat those chili dried fruit mangoes from Trader Joe's? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you like that, it's in that, that vibe is in there for sure. We'll also be sampling out Delilah's Star Wars single barrel and a couple other Star Wars selections that I'll bring in there too. Um, I just got a bottle in of something new, not even the ginger beer cask new, but like newer than that, that I might bring a bottle of that too, which um, involves the land of isla i'll just leave it there the land of isla but yeah it'll be a jam-packed world whiskey day at delilah's super awesome that we get to do our little podcast at the world's number one vote voted best whiskey bar in all of all of the world 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 um mike's become such a a, a close friend in this industry uh over the over the years and I probably walked into Delilah's, I don't know, eight, nine years ago for the first time. And it's kind of an intimidating place when you don't know anybody or never been there. It's dark. It's dingy. It's a punk rock bar with 2,000 bottles of whiskey selection behind it. Um, but everybody works there super nice and cool. And But I would never have thought, like, you know, we'd be doing live podcasts on World Whiskey Day at Delilah's at some point. So cool little thing to have happening. Um, not little, but huge in our minds. So please come out hang out we'll be there all day on saturday may 20th Um, other than that i hope everybody has a good rest of their week and has a good weekend and be safe out there guys cheers